0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit
1: www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
0: Hi, this is Evan, and you're listening to Damsels in Detroit on Podcast Detroit. Hey, y'all. So we're on episode 11 of Damsels in Detroit. Once again, just moving right along. And I'm sitting here. Um, With Darian Cook of Twelfth and Viv, and hey, hey. and so she's a little (laughs) nervous, y'all. I don't know why, (laughs) but everything is going to be fine. Talking, (laughs) everything (laughs) is going to be fine. Okay, Okay. so I'm going to read a little bit about you, so people can kind of get a gist of who you are and what you do before we dive into our questions. Okay. Okay, so Darian Cook started her business 12th and Viv with her mom in 2015, specializing in making homemade candles, skincare products, and fragrances. After moving into an apartment that she took pride in, Darian will buy candles weekly. Although they were inexpensive, the cost started to add up because she was burning through them so quickly. One day, Darian decided to teach herself how to make a candle. That way she could have control over the burn time and the scent of it. After she perfected her candles, Darian taught herself how to make body butters using her mom's mixer, and the rest is history. Darian's hard work has been paying off. Her products have been featured in the Michigan Chronicle, British Vogue, Divine Enthusiast, and Black Magazine. Hey! Hey! (laughs) (laughs) So like I said before, I love your products. I have quite a few of your candles now, and I they're just so good. Like, you burn them and the smell just lingers. And I use my little room spray all the mm-hmm. time. So when I walk in, I'm just like, ooh, tranquility.
1: The tranquility <laughs> lingers so long. Yes, but I love it. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> so we're going to hop right into our questions. So the first one I have for you is, um before you started your business, how many candles would you say that you were burning every week?
1: So I would go to Dollar Tree <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would get, like, Probably six or seven vanilla candles at okay. one time. And then, um, they would just burn like an hour or two and they yeah. were like super small too, I mm-hmm. mean for a dollar, but I at one point just had an entire cabinet just from top to bottom, just stacked with dollar store candles. Mm-hmm. And they would still go extremely fast. So I'm like, This is getting pointless at this point. I can't afford the super expensive candles Mm -hmm. that I loved, So I was just buying those cheap ones. And I'm just like, they're just not cutting it at this point. They Mm -hmm. smell good sometimes, but they weren't giving me what I wanted. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And then would you burn multiple ones at once or were you just doing one at a time?
1: I'd have like three in one room. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like three in the living room, two in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. every bathroom had a candle. Okay. It was just getting expensive at this point. Because so. I never
0: bought a candle from Dollar Tree because I always assume that she won't be able to smell
1: it. Well, what happened was I used to work at a crepe restaurant, waitressing. Okay. And they will always have these little vanilla candles. Okay. And I asked them where they got them from because they would smell really good. Okay. And they were like Dollar Tree. Okay. So then that's when I just got hooked on the candles mm-hmm. from Dollar Tree. And I'm like, you know, they smell decent okay. for a dollar. <laughs> right. so. Good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: was the vanilla your favorite scent of candle or did you have one that you really, really liked aside from that one?
1: Um, that was the best one Dollar Tree had. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, of course I love more like aromatherapy scents and, you know, lavender, things like that at first. But I think that was just the only good option they had. Of course they had like a mango tropical and those just always smell like... Like petroleum jelly. I don't know. I just never <laughs> actually had a really good fragrance. Yeah. So I just stuck to that because I knew that one smelled good from working. Stick to what you know. Stick mm-hmm. to the rivers and the lakes. That's
0: what I always say. So where did the name 12th and Viv come from?
1: Um, So... I, when I first started making candles, mm-hmm. I was on Pinterest a lot. Okay. So I'm like, how can I figure out what I want to call this? So I ran across different names that, that were like a street name. Okay, Like something and something. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I, I want to stick with that. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to incorporate my grandmother in some type of way. And her name was Vivian. Okay. So I just basically, first I said something in Vivian. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds stupid too. So mm-hmm. I just cut the Vivian just to Viv. And then the 12th is just where she lived. So, you know, for years and years and years, she's lived on 12 Mile. But, I mean, I just put them together, and it was just 12th and Viv, and I just dedicated it to my grandmother. Yeah, I love
0: that. It sounds so luxe, like the street (laughs) name and then— That's exactly what I wanted. I'm like,
1: I just want, like, something type of avenue or just a street Mm -hmm. name. And then I just came up with that. Yeah. And I figured, I was like, somebody's
0: name has to be Vivian. But I was like, is it your middle name? Is it your mom's name?
1: Yeah. And people (laughs) all the time are like, is it Vive? Is it, like, what is it? And I'm like, it's just 12th of (laughs) Viv. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, I have thought about changing it at times because, you know, I don't think as a business owner you always like everything. Right. So sometimes you might get tired of it or you're like, should I have named this something different? And then, like, um, when my grandmother passed away, I'm like, I have to just stick to Twelfth and Viv. Like, this is hers. This is what I want to dedicate to her. So I just kept it at that. I love it. What a great dedication. I also did want to have a name that wasn't strictly about candles right like in the beginning all I did was candles so Mm -hmm. I'm like should I name it something lit or should I you know dedicate it strictly to candles but I'm like I want a brand yeah so I just stuck with that because it could just be for everything Mm -hmm. and not just you know a candle name
0: yeah that's a good idea too because you're not boxing yourself in you're not limiting yourself like literally like it
1: could 12 and VIP could be a clothing brand that's exactly what I said I'm like what if I get into clothes in the future what if I get into this and that so I'm like I'm just going to name it something that's just you know could be broad and yeah anything could fall under it mm-hmm. so shout out to your grandma thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is it like working with your mom <laughs>
1: <laughs> um some days is great because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that i have no clue about right. especially when it comes to like the finance portion of okay. owning a business and she was a legal a legal secretary for Almost 20 years. Okay. So she was just, like, really good at all of that. You know, the social media part, she runs that. Okay. You know, she does my website. So that's all great. We do bump heads. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Because um, we had kind of a strained relationship in high school. Okay. When we started to get into this, our relationship got really close. Okay. And I'm thankful for yeah. that. Yeah. But, of course, you know, it's just like working with your mom, right. doing anything after a while that's like, okay, you're getting on my nerves. Right. I get on her nerves all the time. Yeah. You know, she thinks that sometimes she's overworked, sometimes I'm overworked, and we're, like, certain, certainly button heads at times. But I don't think it's nothing that's just unbearable. Right. <laughs> it's just like I mean, working with your mom.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because at the end of the day, that's still your mom, but that's also, like, your business partner. So I can see how it's like you can you can try to separate the two, but you mm-hmm. really can't I don't know I don't I don't think that you can you can't just be like this is you're not my mom between the hours of 9 exactly. to 5 like that's not how that works
1: and i've asked her like several times like can you take the mom hat off yeah. and put like a friendship hat on or a mm-hmm. business partner hat on for me Or even if it's just, like, if I want to vent about my relationship or just anything, I'm, like, take mom hat off for one moment. Okay. Because I don't want a biased opinion about anything. I just want you to be my friend for once and, Mm -hmm. you know, give me advice that way. Okay. So then she's transitioned to that, too, because that took a minute. Yeah.
0: I so. can imagine. It's it's hard. My mom still doesn't look at me like a grown person. She's just
1: my little baby. Exactly. And I'm like, no. And I don't think she sees <laughs> me as her little baby. She's well, maybe maybe she does. Mm-hmm. She doesn't treat me like a baby, but she's still overprotective in a yeah. lot of things, which she always has been. But now that I have a daughter, it's like okay, I, I yeah. get it now. I get right. why you were overprotective with this, this and that. Because yeah. now I'm exactly the, same, the way. same way and I have to pull myself back at times. Like stop over, you know, analyzing everything, mm-hmm. stop, you know, thinking too hard, just let her be a child, right? And you know, they have to bump their heads sometimes, yeah. So she has to do the same. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk
0: about your candle making process? So, when you have mm-hmm. an idea for a new scent, how do you kind of get that idea out in the world, and then, um, how do you package it as well, and then sell it? So, I want to know, like, from ideation to selling,
1: um. Sometimes, like, I'll dream about certain scents. Like, Mm -hmm. this would be so amazing together, and it'll be the oddest combination of things, but I'll just play with things. So we have in our studio an entire wall of just fragrances, okay? like a million of them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll just go in there and, you know, open up a bottle, put our finger inside, put a swatch on our hand, and put something else with it, smell it, see if it smells good together. Sometimes I'll be in Target or Home Goods and I'll see a candle with a certain combination of fragrances, okay. and I'm like, I'm gonna go home and try that and see if it smells good when I do it. Okay. And a lot of times it does, or it smells even better because mm-hmm. store bought candles sometimes are not as strong as I want them to be. Right. I feel like mine are way stronger. Yeah. So I'll just go home and play with certain ideas, and they ended up coming up good. Some of them come out terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I made a candle a couple weeks ago with a lot of pineapple in it, and my mom. Hated it. <laughs> she was like, that smelled horrible. It gave me a headache. Oh, no. So, we also always test it at home first. Okay. Um, we'll burn it. Maybe she'll take one home. I'll have one at home. Mm-hmm. We both burn it and give our feedback. If we hate it, we just scrap it. Okay. Um, my stepdad, well, our studio is at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. He'll even go in my studio and just start mixing fragrances together. <laughs> so, he made my new Halt candle. Okay. Um, so he just put like some grapefruit together and just some other fragrances that did not go together and mm-hmm. it came out smelling great. So oh, wow. we just play with different stuff and see what smells good.
0: So what about the body butters? And I know you have like
1: beer bombs and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So how do you make those? Oh, and I didn't tell you about the candle making process either. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as the body butter. So um, I feel like we try to to, like, a fragrance in each category. So we'll have, like, a woody fragrance, a fruity fragrance, a natural-smelling fragrance. And we tried to tell ourselves not to go overboard with too many scents because now we just have a million different body butters, and some of them may not even sell, and now we just have a bunch of them at home. so. We really just stick to, like, fruity, woody, natural. So it's, like, Maui, which is fruity, mm-hmm. honey almond, which is our natural, Detroit is our woody smell. Okay. We also have um, men's body butter. So we, like, um, we do those after, like, designer scents, like a Gucci Guilty inspired, okay. a Chanel Blue inspired, Jean-Paul Gaultier. Mm-hmm. So we just play with those, too, and guys love them. Yeah. So, um, of course, with making body butter, you start with all your oils. So you melt down some shea butter and coconut oil. We add all our organic oils like jojoba, mm-hmm. almond, castor oil, some vitamin E. So we melt all those down. We freeze it. And then after it's frozen, we whip it in the mixer. Okay. And it looks like whipped cream.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And that's then uh, And then as far as beer bomb so that's just my little project I made myself. Mm-hmm. So um same process melting down all the butter and the oil together But you pour it hot. Okay. And then it just dries like a bomb. Gotcha. So instead of whipping it up, it's just like a complete smooth bomb you could just stick your hand into.
0: So you pour it into the container or canister when it's hot?
1: Exactly. Okay. Yep. So we just um, pour it into like these little gold tins. Okay. And then they just dry really smooth. Okay. um, So you don't have
0: to do any like transferring. Like, okay, I made it all in this one big pot. And now I have Okay. Gotcha. Yep.
1: So you just double boil it, you Mm -hmm. know, melt it down and just pour it. It's pretty simple.
0: Okay. And then for the candles, I know you have to do... Do you have to do any, like, freezing for those, or is it the same mm-hmm. thing, like, you pour the stuff in when it's hot?
1: Right. So okay. we use soy wax. So we would um, pour the soy flakes into, um, like, it's like a pitcher, mm-hmm. a metal pitcher for candle making. Okay. So you just measure, you know, your cups out, melt it down. Um, once it's at, like, 185 degrees, we add our fragrance in. Okay. Okay. Um, then we let it cool, and then once it's at, like, 135, mm-hmm. we just pour it into the candle jars that are already pre-wicked that okay. we do. Um, and then we just let it dry. Uh, we did find that we do our candle making in two sessions. Okay. So we'll, like, pour it halfway, let it dry, mm-hmm. and then go back off and top it off, and it dries really smooth. Okay. Mm -hmm. I just love them and
0: then how do you make sure that the fragrance is actually strong because I feel like sometimes that I've I've gone and bought candles from the store and like you said Mm -hmm. like they're not they don't burn like how you want them to they smell really good but when you Mm -hmm. as soon as you light it it's like well where did the scent go exactly so how do you make sure that yours are really fragrant
1: um it's just all about making sure your measurements are correct so um of course, we measure, but we always add an extra scoop okay. <laughs> of our fragrance in just to make sure the the hot throw and the cold throw are both really strong. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not burning it, it's still you know you can smell it in the house. Right. Or even if you decide to burn it, it's still strong. But we just add like a little extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I mean, I guess for store bought candles, they probably don't do that just because of cost. Right. So I guess that's just the good part about being a at home business or just a small local business. Mm-hmm. We are able to just you know handcraft everything perfectly instead right. of just manufacturing so big. Right. So
0: how many scents do you guys have right now?
1: Um, we probably, candle-wise, have maybe about six to eight. Okay. I can't really remember <laughs> off the mm-hmm. top of my head. Um, We used to have way more than that, and we just figured it would be more cost-effective if we just focused on everything that's popular mm-hmm. instead of just – Making a million different things that we like. Sometimes people don't like what we like. Right. And now we just have, you know, candles just sitting on the shelf not being sold. So, you know, just to cut costs, we just stick to these basic ones that we—not basic, but, right. you know, the ones that everybody loves. Yeah. And then sometimes with our little gold tins that we have that are four ounces, we'll, like, play with extra cents on those mm-hmm. just so it's not, you know, so much loss if they don't get sold. So— as
0: far as the gold tins, are those recyclable? Because when I burned through my my
1: Tranquility one, I was like, I feel like I'm not
0: supposed to throw this away. But I threw it away. But I felt bad because I'm like, I feel like yeah. you should have recycled it.
1: I mean, of course, you can make it a jewelry holder. I mean, you okay. just – I would say just to – um I've seen online where people like boil, like put it in some hot water mm-hmm. and then the the extra wax will come out of okay. it. And then people make it a jewelry container. I've seen people use it as an ashtray before. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can really make it anything you really want mm-hmm. it to be. I have at home an entire cabinet of basically burned down candles that just have a little bit of wax Mm -hmm. left, and I invested in one of those candle warmers. Okay. So once it's gone, I still got a little bit of wax. I just throw it on there, and it'll still light my house up. Okay. So then when it's completely gone, then I can recycle it and remake me a candle or make it like a jewelry holder or something like that.
0: Okay, because that's what I was wondering. I was like, there's still wax in here, but every time Mm -hmm. I light it, like the- The the wick is gone. Yeah, the (laughs) wick
1: is gone. So I'm just like, well, what do I do? And it's a struggle with that, too. Like, we play with maybe three or four different wicks. Mm -hmm. So when I first started making candles, I saw online the wooden wicks. Okay. So I strictly wanted wooden wicks because it was different from what everybody else had. And almost lit my house on fire. Oh, no. So at first they were, like, not staying lit at all. And then I used to put two together. And Mm -hmm. then the flame would just be, like, to the ceilings. (laughs) Like, it would just be too much. So then, one time, I had an entire candle light on fire in my house, and I'm like, "This is a hassle." That is scary. <laughs> I don't want this to happen in anybody's house, and yeah. I, you know, and they're looking at me like, "You literally had my house burn on fire." Right. So, cut those. Um, then we play with um, other wicks, and the the base of the wick is kind of higher, mm-hmm. so your you know your wax is still sitting at the bottom, and you have no wick left. But then it burns even all the way, way around. And then after a while, I'm like. You're not going to have everything. You're right. going to have it burn right and have a little bit of wax left or, you know, you have this little cheap wick and then it's floating in your wax now. So right. it took us a while just to figure out what we were actually going to do as far as wicks. And the wicks we have now are great. They may not burn all the way to the bottom of mm-hmm. the candle, but I do feel like they burn even all the yeah. way around and you get most of out of your candle. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite scent that you guys have made so far? My favorite is white tea. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was the one I smelled at the, <laughs>
0: um, the expo. Yes. And I'm like,
1: that's the one I'm going to get next. So I love white tea and lemon ginger right now. Mm-hmm. And my favorites change all the time. Yeah. It used to be tranquility at one point. Mm-hmm. It used to be weekend at one point. And, you know, they change all the time just because I feel like when I'm burning something too much, it'll start to give me a headache. Okay. So I try to just switch it up. Yeah. So... I think right now, white tea and lemon ginger. I like more natural smelling candles. The
0: lemon ginger one, I bought that one when you were at the expo, Mm -hmm. and I just smelled it the other day, and I was just like,
1: "Hmm, can't wait. That one makes me so happy. I know, I
0: love ginger. Like, I'm like obsessed with it. So I was just like, oh, I have to get this one. So I'm burning a lavender vanilla one right now, but Mm -hmm. that's almost done, because I also light a candle every day. Yes. So (laughs) once that one is done, I'll be lighting the lemon ginger so my house can smell like that.
1: It's a good cleaning candle, too. Yeah, I was going to say. Especially with lemon. I feel like anything lemon just gets me, like, Mm upbeat and just wanting to clean the house. So if I'm in that mood, I'll definitely burn lemon ginger Mm -hmm. as a
0: candle. Do you have an idea of, I guess, your most popular scent for your customers? Like, what is the one where Mm -hmm. you're always selling out and the one that people are always asking for?
1: Probably Tranquility is my top seller as far as candles. Mm -hmm. Weekend is probably number two. Um, as far as body butter, my honey almond sells more than anything, mm-hmm. just because men and women love it both. Yeah, and you know, I just feel like I use it on my daughter. Mm-hmm. Anybody can really use honey almond; it just smells really natural. Yeah, so that one's probably my fave. And as far as sprays, tranquility is probably the top. Yeah, of my sprays I'm too. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I I just love it, like. I love men it. love it too like mm-hmm. that's like my top men candle in detroit because it's kind of woody okay but um i just i don't know everybody's so different everybody loves something different some yeah. people just love woody stuff and i'm like i thought you would hate it and, right and they love it so i get shocked by people all the time about what
0: mm-hmm. they like yeah um so speaking of your daughter Um, I just love when you post your little Instagram stories of her because I'm like, she seems like a fun time.
1: (laughs) She's like 16 going on 40 right now. I don't know how old she is. She's supposed to
0: be two. She's a hot mess. Do you think that she inspires you with the work that you do?
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like growing up, I didn't really have a sense of direction, so I didn't really figure out a career path until I really started making candles. Mm -hmm. I was just working for everybody, like, back-to-back, different jobs, so... Now, I feel like I found my purpose, Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to pass that down to her. Yeah. Even if she doesn't want it, I do want to still have an option to give it to her. So, it's it's so important for me to keep going and not to give up on this sometimes because I'm like, I have to be able to give my daughter something. I have to show her that I'm strong and, you know, that I'm willing to put in the work for her to not have to worry about anything or struggle ever. Mm -hmm. So, she's very important to my everyday life, period. Mm -hmm. Like, I... She's the reason I I get up and go to work sometimes. I'm like, I just want to call off so bad. Mm-hmm. I know I need to check. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think she she makes me value life more. Okay. Sometimes I think before you have a child, you know, every every day is just, like, different. Mm-hmm. But when you have a child, you're like, this is important for me to even, you know, drive different, for me to just act different when I'm out and about because I have to be able to go home to my daughter. Tonight. Right. I, I don't want anything to ever take me away from her. Yeah. So it's just important for me to just just be cautious at all times and just be able to get home to my daughter safe. Yeah. It just makes me value everything different. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. she help you make candles sometimes too? She <laughs> is now starting to help me. Okay. Um, she makes a mess at times, <laughs> but she's always willing to scoop the wax out okay. or she wants to pour, she wants to stir every time we make candles. I need a spoon. I want a spoon, <laughs> I want to stir. And then recently I help um she helped me make scrubs. Aww. So it became a Miss, but you know she actually did pretty good mm-hmm. she was adding rose petals for me and okay. just different things she's i think by the time she's probably five she'll actually probably know how to do yeah. it in a serious way without burning herself of yes. course but i think she'll be really good at it she's like far more advanced than any two-year-old that i mm-hmm. personally know she talks fluently she speaks entire sentences yeah. she's very smart so I feel like she will actually be able to pick up on it, you know, eventually. A baby entrepreneur. I love it. I think it. so. <laughs> she loves ballet right now. That's just her thing. She yeah. comes home every single day and puts on the same tutu. <laughs> and I'll put ballet videos on YouTube. And she'll, like, teach herself the dances. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows arabesque and all of these different okay. names. Like, she is getting advanced mm-hmm. at it. And she's just doing it at home. So I'm yeah. like, this kid is so smart. YouTube will teach you every. That is so. Like, why pay for ballet lessons when you? Why pay, pay for anything when you have YouTube? That's what taught me how to make candles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is YouTube sitting on there for hours, and I'm like, all right, let me go to Michael's tomorrow, right, and I figure this is. out. And I did. What
0: was your first? Experience like making a candle? Like, was it disastrous?
1: Was it really easy? Was the scent how you wanted it to be? So, when I first started making candles, I didn't know that you had to actually buy like candle oils. Like, there's okay. actual candle oils curated by, you know, candle companies. And they still have essential oils, mm-hmm. but originally I'm like, I'm just gonna go to Whole Foods and buy some lavender essential oils and peppermint. Okay. And then what I did was I went to Michael's, bought this huge kit. Stayed in my kitchen, added all these essential oils, wasted so much of it, mm-hmm. and it came out smelling like absolutely nothing. Okay, it smelled like nothing at all. And then I'm like, okay, this is not what's supposed to go in candles. Right. You're not supposed to just add essential oils. Mm-hmm. It has no throw at all for the scent. So they came out looking great. They just didn't smell. Were they like they were basically tea light candles at that point. <laughs> like these are just to stay lit and right. not smell like anything. Okay, so it probably took me a couple of weeks i went to find like different candle websites find the different scents that i thought i wanted to make mm-hmm. i bought like hazelnut coffee at first okay. and okay gave me a complete headache wow so <laughs> i didn't know like you have to like you know play with different things until you buy something that works so.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and did it give you a headache cuz it was too strong or it's just like my entire house smells like coffee right now okay. why did you do this yeah <laughs> like, i like how coffee
0: smells but i, I can't it. drink it i just
1: I've had two cups of coffee today. Wow, already,
0: (laughs) and it is noon. Does it really wake? Do you feel energized after you
1: drink it? Or I personally love the the taste of coffee more than anything. Um, I don't even notice that it wakes me up. Sometimes it's like I'm just maybe addicted to it. I'm like I just need coffee to just get my day started. Have it, yeah. So every day at work, I'm like I have to have a coffee while i'm driving to work mm-hmm. in a cup and then i have to have one when i get to work too mm-hmm. maybe it's just an addiction at this point <laughs> <I> <laughs> it might be i
0: know that's a real thing caffeine addiction like um maybe. i had a teacher in high school she actually got like really like splitting headaches if she didn't have a coffee too.
1: oh it would like tear my stomach up and i would torture myself every single day because with at
0: that. this point it's like do i want my stomach to hurt for a little while or have a splitting headache which
1: one both <laughs> I don't know like if I don't have it I'm like what am I doing why don't mm-hmm. I have a cup of coffee right now I don't know I just need it every <laughs> single day
0: So you're also working as a full-time esthetician right
1: Well I did go to school to be a esthetician mm-hmm. I took my state boards got my license and then did nothing with it Okay so I didn't have a clientele mm-hmm. built already, and at the time, I was, like, dead broke. Okay. I had no money. I was working part-time at Gordon Food Services okay. as a cashier uh-huh. when I was an esthetician, so it paid me less than minimum wage. I was making, like, seven-something an hour, uh-huh. cleaning up bathrooms at the end of the night. Okay. And I'm like, something has to shake. I need money. Right. So I did abandon being an esthetician. That was in 2010. Okay. Okay. I um met the owner of Beans and Cornbread, um, being a cashier at GFS and he was like, Come work for me, be mm-hmm. a waitress, you know, a hostess. So I went there and I stayed for like years. Okay. As a waitress and then I ended up being a manager there. So the entire esthetician thing just got lost okay. after a while. And then I would do, like, my friend's eyebrows every now and then mm-hmm. or just, like, waxing or facials just okay. for family f- and friends. Right. But it never really went anywhere. And I just started kind of using the tools that I learned being right. an esthetician with this business, mm-hmm. with, you know, skincare and things like that, knowing what you know what to do, what right. not to do, what not to put on your skin. But um, I never, honestly, like, I feel like I wasted eight ten thousand dollars dollars going to school for it because I never— actually utilize it and then I kind of not regret it but I do wish that I would have just waited it out but financially I didn't have an option at the time I'm like I have to make money and then as a waitress I was making so much money Mm -hmm. every single day and I'm like There's no way I can just take time off of this just to go and try to build clientele and maybe have $50 a day. I don't, Mm -hmm. you know. So I'm like, I just have to let it go for now. And if I come back to it later on, I'll just have to do that.
0: Right. You have to do what works for you. But I also like that you said that you're using those tools in your company Mm -hmm. now. Because I think that that is important. I mean, like, you have body butters. You have beer bombs. So you have that expertise and that knowledge, which I think Mm -hmm. definitely makes your company more, like, Super high up on my list because you know what you're doing. It's not like, I mean, yes. a
1: random person just making body butter in the kitchen. You know, like
0: you don't know anything about like what's supposed to go on my skin or what can make my hair grow or like what will dry my skin out. So,
1: And even now I have to do a lot of research. I mean, because that was um, nine years ago when I was in school. So, of course, I still have to study different oils that Mm -hmm. I can and cannot use on skin or you know, what's beneficial, what's not. Mm -hmm. Like, am I just wasting the oil just putting this in here because it's not, you know, affecting anything with their skin? So... I spend a lot of time at my day job mm-hmm. um, just reading about different things, reading different blogs of people who do skincare or yeah. candle making or just, you know, everything in general. I have to do a lot of research mm-hmm. before I even go to put it on. And then I have to test it on myself Right. and my, you know, family before I actually let people use it. Mm-hmm. Like my fiance has a beer. I make him test the beer bomb before I actually started selling it. Right. And it was amazing on him. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. This is actually good. I put, you know, castor oil in it to make his beard grow. You know, Mm -hmm. different things. Jojoba is making it shine. Right. So I think, you know, just being in school and, you know, doing my research both help.
0: Yeah. Research is definitely a big thing. I love people that will look some stuff up. Okay. You have to. I
1: mean, it's, it's, it's... you don't trust yourself going into skincare blind. Like mm-hmm. you cannot just sell anything. Yeah. And you don't know what it's doing for people because right. that can be really damaging to Seriously. anybody. So I think it's really important that you do your research yeah. before you even sell anything.
0: Mm-hmm. And your skin, that's not a that's That's yeah. nothing to play with.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I struggle with skin problems myself. I mean, I've had acne since I was in eleventh grade, mm-hmm. really bad. So now I'm finally getting my skin back together and it looks I know. Great. Thanks. <laughs> no, <it does. laughs> I You're know what to put on my skin and what not to put on my skin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's mainly from being in school. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you still took some things away
0: from it. So that's yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So you've been featured in quite a few magazines and publications. So we mentioned British Vogue, ooh, yes, and the Michigan Chronicle and a couple others. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel for you to have your products recognized in some in publications like those?
1: Um sometimes it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will be happy in the beginning because I'm like, this is going to matter. And sometimes it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you'll be in these major magazines and nobody really cares. Right. I mean, it's it's hard sometimes because I'll get excited for myself and then I get discouraged sometimes because, like, I'm in British Vogue and this post has no likes on it. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it gets difficult, but... I think in the end, you have to believe in yourself because right. I'm like, I'm personally happy that mm-hmm. I made this accomplishment because I had no idea making this in my kitchen a couple years ago that right. a major publication would reach out to me. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was a scam at first. <laughs> I thought when I saw the email pop in my inbox, I was at work and I'm like, British Vogue. Right. Like, who is playing on my Gmail? The the email <laughs> said collaboration with 12th and Viv and I'm like, Shh. Mm-hmm. This is fake. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me do my Google. So I broke down everything in the email, the lady's name it came from, the the address that's, you know, in the mm-hmm. the um footer of the email. I Googled everything and everything came out to be, you know, coming back to that's accurate. Right. You know, email I me mean, it's it's real. Nobody's catfishing you mm-hmm. and try to just get money out of you or anything. Yeah. So um I asked my mom if she thought it was real, and she said no. She was like, nah, I'm not doing that. They probably want money. I'm not getting involved. Mm-hmm. This looks fake. And I started emailing them back and forth, and it turned out to be real. And yeah. I was, you know, ecstatic <laughs> that they even wanted to work with me. And they said they found us on social media. Yay. They thought that our product – um fit the aesthetic of, you know, what they stood for or what they put in their publication, Mm -hmm. so. And it does. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and and it feels great. Sometimes it's like, you know, I feel happy for myself, but I don't think other people are as happy as I am for myself. Mm -hmm. And that part gets a little sad, but I know all my friends are extremely proud of me. My family is so proud of me. They Mm -hmm. repost everything, and I think that's what matters the most. After a while, I'm like, you have to stop relying on social media yeah. to validate your business because clearly somebody else is seeing it mm-hmm. and it means something to them, right? So, um, and that's really all that matters to mm-hmm. me in the end. Michigan Chronicle was great. Brandon Hunter reached mm-hmm. out to me. I didn't really know who he was at first. Yeah, I didn't meet him till last year. Okay, and um, he asked me if I would donate candles for their forty. Was it forty under oh, forty? Oh yeah, the forty event. under forty. So we did um little mini candles for their gift bags, that's and nice. and then he ended up, you know. Just following up with me, purchasing my product out of his own pocket. And then he wanted to write an article on me. And, you know, that came out great, too. Yeah. So that made me happy. And then uh, most recently, the um, Black Magazine, they Mm -hmm. reached out a couple weeks ago for an interview. So we just did that with them. Mm -hmm. And that should be coming out soon as well.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. But to speak to the support thing, like, I understand what you mean. Like, everybody... Everybody wants people to support them and Mm -hmm. stuff, but it's, like, you have to reciprocate. Like, if I retweet your stuff, like, it's okay for you to tell somebody else Mm -hmm. to, like, oh, Evan has a podcast. Like, I don't know. You just want people to be, like you said, be happy for you, but you also don't want to rely too much on that because people are fickle.
1: (laughs) After a while, you have to tell yourself, like, these people don't owe you anything. Right. So... You know, they really only want to see what's funny or what's controversial. If you have something that you want to sell, sometimes they're tired of looking at what you are trying to sell to them. They don't always want to retweet your product and they don't owe you anything. Mm -hmm. So I had to tell myself that after a while, like, you know, it's great if they do retweet it. Yeah. If they don't. It's not the end of the world. Oh, you jack. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't owe them anything
0: Mm either. So. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, like you said, you have the support of your family and your friends. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's really what matters because those are the people that you come in contact with every day those are the ones that are going to be honest because somebody else could just be like i love your stuff or i love what you're doing and then turn around and be like "Whoo." I don't. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And just tell somebody else the complete, island. girl,
1: and I had that happen at work to me. So I had a girl who was buying stuff from me on a regular basis mm-hmm. and telling me, you know, how much she loved it. And then a coworker came up to me and said, I overheard her, you know, really talking bad about your business and, you know, just saying really mean things. And, you know, she thinks her stuff is all that, blah, blah, blah. And... I'm like, but you were just buying it a week right. ago, so now, what you, is it? now you think it's bad? Mm-hmm. You clearly can't think it's that bad because, yeah. you know, you're buying it on a regular basis. You're commenting on all my posts saying yeah. how great it is. So I'm like, I just don't need that negative energy. Right. I just ended up blocking her, mm-hmm. you know, off my so- social media. I mean, I haven't sold any. Well, actually, I have sold to her after that, which is odd <laughs> enough. And she asked my fiance like, why won't she talk to me anymore? And he's like, you're going to have to ask her that. Right. So, I mean, I just don't, like... All of that negative energy. Yeah. If you like my product, great. But if you don't, just don't buy it. Right. <laughs> you know? And you alone. don't owe me anything to buy my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't want it around. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. But... I personally love your things, genuinely, and I was
0: telling my friends, like, I sent them the link to your page, Mm because we were talking about something. Well, I think I was talking about the spray that I had, and Mm -hmm. my friend was like, oh, because she just moved to D.C., Mm -hmm. so she was like, can you please send me the link? And I'm like, absolutely. Oh, thank you. But, yeah, I I try to practice word of mouth, because, I don't know, I
1: feel like... I'm a reliable source, you know. I think to tell are. people <laughs> like when well, my mom first, I think my mom discovered your page mm-hmm. before I did, and she was like, "I want to send this girl some stuff." Oh, so I'm like, you, "Oh, mom. I'm down for it." <laughs> so she like put a whole care package together. She was like, "Is this okay?" And I'm like, "That's it perfectly was so fine. cute." That pink
0: <laughs> box. I was like, "I love this." Thank you. <laughs> How does she know? And even the before I even opened the stuff up, the box smelled good. So I'm mm-hmm. like, "All right, I already know what the deal is." Thank you.
1: Yeah, a lot of people say that all the time, I'm like, "I can smell it." You know, I haven't even even cracked it open yet mm-hmm. and that's important to me that makes me feel good a lot because I do worry I mean you're always worried like yeah I mean, like people blindly ordering your things you mm-hmm. don't know if they're actually going to like it or not so when we do hear great feedback it just really feels good I'm like okay let me yeah. keep going let me not give up on this because mm-hmm. it's times where my mom is like I'm fed up with this I don't want to do it anymore you know it's cutting into my pocket right You know, and I have a daughter, of course, and I work a full time job at the same time. Yeah. She doesn't. So sometimes I think I will put too much on her because I have a lot going on and it'll, you know, weigh on her a lot. So, and I'll feel bad, you know, after a while. So I have to tell her, like, if you need a break, you know, you can take a break from Mm -hmm. it. You're not forced to stay in here. So then, I think she'll just take a little breather, and then she'll <laughs> she'll be fine again. You know, packaging things, and I think she overworks herself because she's so obsessed with the packaging and yeah. the labels and how it looks. There's a scratch on the label. Mm-hmm. It's wrinkled. It's a bubble in this label, and you know she's like super anal about all of okay. that, and I think she stresses herself out. Yeah about it but i think it's good to have somebody like that That's because oriented now i'm in vogue because her right she's so anal with the packaging and how this product looks because they didn't smell it at first they just mm-hmm. knew it was cute right so yeah go mom <laughs> <laughs> hey ma <laughs> right so i'm
0: gonna um, ask you a few questions from our listeners Oh, we got some. Um, yes, we got a few. So one of them I already asked you. Um, it was how do you come up with a sense for your products? But you answered that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um Osma Walton from Instagram says, How do candles make you feel and why are you drawn to making candles?
1: Candles just have, like, this vibe that you just can't get, mm-hmm. you know, from anything else in your house sometimes. Yeah. Like, I would come home from a long day at work and then just, you know, lighting my candle and cleaning up or cooking with a candle lit just yeah. made me feel good. You know, it just it just had this positive energy around it. Mm-hmm. I can't really explain it, but I knew, you know, every day I just wanted to come home. I wanted to light my candles. Mm-hmm. It relaxed me. You know, it made my house smell good. It made me take pride in my house. Yeah. We had guests over. They would come in. It would smell good. Or, you know, they can just relax a little better with just, you know, twinkles of light around. It made my house smell really good. So that just started my obsession with them. And that's just why I like them a lot. They just always made me feel good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, besides, like, body products, you don't really have anything else, you know, in your house that just makes you feel good besides candles. So that's why I stuck to that. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So A Home Secrets from Instagram, her name is Angelica. She's also in the process of making her own products. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had quite a – I'm not going to say quite a few because it was like three questions. <laughs> okay, But I was so happy she sent all of them because they were really good ones. Yeah. Um, but her first one was during your trial and error period, did you ever feel like you weren't doing something right and wanted to give up after putting so much work into it?
1: Yeah, as soon as that candle lit on fire, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm I don't done. know about this. <laughs> so, I mean – it was an entire trial and error. Like, first, you know, I was doing those little silver tins mm-hmm. that everybody kind of starts off with. Right. And I always thought they looked—not to offend anybody, but I thought they looked kind of cheap. Okay. So I'm like, but I didn't have the money to buy the tins the or the containers that I wanted, so I had to get it going some type of way. Right. But um, having my mom come in, she was kind of like my financial backbone at first, and that kind of helped me keep going. And okay. I give up on it because she's like— First, she thought it was going to be a hobby, okay. and then she knew they smelled really good when I gave her samples of everything. So mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I believe in this. Okay. I put my own money behind it, and that kind of made me keep going. And then when I got pregnant with my daughter, I also took a break at that time. Like, I don't know if I can, you know, get, keep this going. You know, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't have the energy for it. And then she was like, well, teach me how to make the candles. Okay. And I taught my mom how to make them. Then she learned how to make the body butter, and I feel like that kinda kept me going. But for the people who don't not necessarily have like a business partner. Right. If you really want it, I feel like you'll stick with it. Um, but it's times you'll question yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is kinda hard, it's expensive, mm-hmm. I'm using my own money at this point. It's it's just something that you have to want. Like right. if this is just something that you think is trendy Mm -hmm. you know like I just want to make candles because this is the new thing to do everybody's doing it everybody is benefiting financially from it you can't really go off of that Mm -hmm. you actually have to love them you actually have to even if it's not candles you have to love what you're doing otherwise it's going to be so easy to give up on it yeah and go to the next thing so you know if you really want it I feel like you'll stick to it and you know you won't give up on it so easy and You know, try all the different vendor events and, you know, have people actually try it in person. Right. And that'll give you some feedback because, you know, of course, we did the Women's Expo Mm -hmm. or, you know, the women's show and people love it. Yeah. So I was getting so much good feedback. I'm like, okay, I think this is something I can keep working with and I can keep going. Um, But if you're not getting any good feedback, you know, change your formula around or, you know, Google other people's recipes or, you know, just... Just play with different stuff and see Mm -hmm. what works. And if it doesn't work, just move on to the next one.
0: Yeah. So her second question is, um, when she makes candles, she keeps, um, they're only burning on one side. So Mm -hmm. she wants to know how she can resolve that issue.
1: Um, You might want to check the wicks that you're using. Try something different. Um, We use now like a flat cotton braided wick. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that one it's wide enough for it to burn even all the way around, and you know you're not gonna have a perfect candle every single time, right, but um we found that one was the most beneficial for the candle. We also use like the regular skinny kinda, I guess there's a cotton wick too, mm-hmm. but um we had a lot of issues with those they were only burning in the middle, okay. Or they would um, come a loose, like, from the bottom of the container, and then they would just be floating in my wax. So then mm. you have no wick left in your candle at right. that point. So I would say just to try different wicks. And um, they have a lot of different websites where they'll send you sample packs oh, nice. of different wicks. Okay. So I would say just to play with all of them, maybe just make one candle with each of those and see which one burns the best. Um, and just to make sure that you have your wick centered right in the middle, because mm-hmm. it's easy for it to dry crooked. Like, you'll put it in the middle at first, and then it'll be like, er, okay, lean to the side. <laughs> so, and then once it's leaned to the side, it's only gonna really burn on that side. Okay. So, you just have to make sure all of that is in order.
0: So technical.
1: <laughs> it, it, it becomes becomes a lot. And we also use like this little, um those little handheld blowtorches mm-hmm. that you'll get from like a smoke shop or yeah. for hookah. And we also found that sometimes our candles weren't drying smooth. They would be kind of bumpy sometimes. Okay. And that depends on a lot where you're drying it. Like, you can be in a room that's too cold, mm-hmm. and it'll come out uneven. Or if you're somewhere it's too hot, it's not going to dry fast enough. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, kind of invested in those little things. And if it does come out imperfect, we can just, you know, fire over the top of it, and it's, it's smooth it drying. Out. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Then her last question was, um, when you first started, how many different fragrances did you have? And then how many did you make of each?
1: Mm, I probably I had like mint mojito, mm-hmm. the hazelnut coffee, okay. um, like a fruity one. What else? It was probably oh like uh clean cotton. I like stuck with like super basic things yeah. in the beginning. And I have none of those right now. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't like them anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fine to change different fragrances. If they're not working for you, if they're not selling, just move on to something else. Right. You know, mix different things. You don't have to just stick with, you know, what you purchase from the website. You don't have to just pour that one. You can always mix your fragrances and see what works. And sometimes they may not sound like they go together, mm-hmm. but, you know, in the end they do. Right. And then in the beginning, I wasn't making like a 100 candles I can only make What my money would buy Right So I would Probably make Maybe 5 to 10 Of each one And okay. see how they sold mm-hmm. And then you know Just go from there Of course now Like if I have A major event coming up I'll make Like 40 of every candle Okay And then um, Sell them like that But in the beginning I mean you can only Make what you, what you have Right Mm -hmm.
0: Better to be safe than sorry, too, especially if you have a larger event. But I like what you said. Work with what you got, girl.
1: And if if you know, like, people are loving, like, two out of your six— Make more of your popular scents yeah. and then just make a couple of the other ones that mm-hmm. are, you know, maybe only a few people like. Mm-hmm. And just focus on what's going to make you some money. Right. So just, you know, mass produce those and maybe just make a couple of the others. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Harl from Instagram, um, she has a question about your body butters. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to know, is there a cure for everyone's skin type? Is clear skin a possibility for everybody?
1: Um. Well... I don't know if she's referring, like, to her face. Mm -hmm. I don't personally use any body butter on my face because it's going to be so oily. And I already have problematic skin. Like, Mm -hmm. the moment it's super oily, I have bumps. Okay. But as far as your skin, like, I have an aunt who has psoriasis really bad. And she uses my unscented body butter. Okay. And that works really, really good for her. Um, We also have people, of course, that have eczema that use it. But I just always encourage people to do unscented Mm -hmm. um, just because you don't want any of you know, sometimes the fragrances, they do have essential oils, but some of them have alcohol in it. Yeah. So you don't want to put that if you have really sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So if you just want it to be smooth and clear, I would just use like an unscented butter. Okay. And our um, body butter has really great oils it has shea butter, coconut oil, almond, jojoba, castor oil, vitamin E. Mm-hmm. So those are great too. So okay. I would just use that with no scent.
0: Okay. She also had two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um she wanted to know are all of your candles skin safe and how is that determined and then she also wanted to know if the candles from Bath and Body Works were skin safe
1: Um well my candles are soy mm-hmm. um which is definitely safe for your skin Okay um and then I also use like the candle vendor we get it from it'll tell you on the packaging if it's only safe for candles or okay. if it's safe for skin, body and candles mm-hmm. so we try to use the one that's safe for everything And then um, we actually had a masseuse at our two-year anniversary party, and Mm -hmm. she was, like, taking the wax, pouring it in her hand, and massaging it into people's skin. And it did great on everybody. No one had, like, a bad reaction to it. I would definitely say it's safe. And, of course, the soy is always clean. We don't use any dyes Mm -hmm. in our candles, and I'm very strict about that. Like, people ask us all the time, like, would you ever, you know, put dyes in it just to make it prettier? And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. That is not what I want. I want it to be clean burning. I want it to be completely pure besides, like, the fragrance that we add. And we have to make sure that it's safe for skin, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we don't have a lot of people that actually put the candle wax on their skin. Uh But I know that it is safe to use on their skin.
0: I had never heard of that term before until she sent the question in. I was like, that's so interesting.
1: Yeah, they have candles that people—I think they turn into, like, massage oils, too. Mm -hmm. Like, they do have those, but I don't have any of those. I mean, I don't really know how— to make that into like a massage oil, okay. but I do know that the soy is safe. Okay. Now, as far as the Bath and Body Works, um, I don't really know if theirs are soy or not. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the major, you know, places they use beeswax or paraffin wax in theirs, mm-hmm. and I probably, I mean, I think those burn faster. Okay. They hold dyes better. Gotcha. Like a lot of those candles are dyed. Yeah. And the soy wax doesn't really dye as good as those, so I don't really know what those are made of. I have not bought a Bath and Body Works candle in probably five years. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't plan to. <laughs> I know they Why? have, like, you the three-week sales and everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, my coworkers love them. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, tell anybody they can't buy anybody right. else's candles, of course. But um, I don't really know as far as, like, what they're made with to say if they're safe or not. Yeah. But buy 12th and Viv. Don't buy Bath and Body Works. Period. <laughs> that is it. <laughs>
0: Her last question was, um, some people associate smells with memories. Mm-hmm. So are your scents associated with certain memories that you have? And if so, what's a scent that you've made that's associated with your favorite memory?
1: Um, I would say... I don't know if it's, like, a favorite memory or not, but my relaxed candle I made last summer Mm -hmm. had, like, lavender, rosemary, peppermint, and eucalyptus in it. And it always took me back to being in school in Mm -hmm. the spa that we had to work in. Okay. And it it just brought back a lot of memories, you know, that were nostalgic for me. Um, And also, the weekend candle always reminds me of my grandmother. So, um, it's kind of floral, and that just always put me in the mind of the different perfumes that she would wear. So... But I do have a lot of people like even at the women's show that we just did, mm-hmm. they will smell certain things and they're like, oh, my God, this reminds me of dad. You okay. know, it reminds me of the time that we did this. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people actually said that to us. So mm-hmm. we try to make sure we have, you know, things that we evoke a memory for. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet.
0: So that was, the, those, uh, that was the last of our listener questions. Sorry, I'm stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks, y'all, for sending those questions in. And I have a few more questions before we get out of here. Um, so why is it so important for you to create products that will help people smell and feel good?
1: Um, I think it's just about, you know, making people feel good in general. Mm-hmm. Like if I have something on that I know smells good, like I feel more confident walking mm-hmm. around throughout the day. You know, I'm getting complimented by people and that just makes people feel good yeah. in general. Um, And I feel like, you know, just certain smells are just relaxing to you. They just make you feel good in the end. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I come home and, you know, I light me a candle and I'm having a hard day, that's just going to encourage me to, you know, just sit down sometimes and just try to relax. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I'll light it when I'm cooking and it'll make me, you know, just feel good about trying a new recipe. I mean, and it sounds corny, but... I feel like they just do that sometimes yeah. for you. I mean, they just they just give you a feeling, mm-hmm. you know. That sometimes Man, I don't feel like I feel like crap today. Yeah, go home, light me a candle, and right. you know, send me some wine and mm-hmm. and chill out. Wow, so. me <laughs> <laughs> you finish me a whole bottle off real quick. Okay, but <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like you know, smelling good and feeling good. Like even like the butter makes you feel soft. It just you know makes you feel a little different. You don't feel ashy throughout okay. the day. You smell feel good.
0: Feel <laughs> <laughs> I'm big on smells. Like perfect. Perfume. Mm-hmm. Like all of that. Like I wanna smell good.
1: And I'm actually I hate perfume. Which is the funny part. I don't like anything that smells like super strong and perfumey. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend that wears them and she smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And they just don't do that for me. Okay. I just like to put on a butter or oil that makes me smell and yeah. feel good and I just like to not overpower my own natural scent mm-hmm. i just like it to just compliment me i don't like it to just take over the way i feel yeah. because and it, it starts to give me a headache sometimes okay. and i just like it to compliment me instead mm-hmm. of just you know overpowering
0: that makes sense mm-hmm. meanwhile i'm like spraying it and then walking through
1: <laughs> but, you know it works for some people like i said it smells amazing on mm-hmm. her and i just don't feel the same when right. i put it on me yeah mm-hmm.
0: so what does it mean for you to be a damsel in detroit
1: Well, first, I want you to describe what that even means. Means
0: for me. Um, So for me, you think of the term when people say damsel, they think of damsel in distress. Distress. Right. And so I'm like, that's not me at all. Mm -hmm. And damsel, I feel like has such a negative connotation because it's always associated with that word.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. But it literally (laughs) means
0: just a young woman. Mm. that's what the definition of it means so that's if you insane. look up synonyms it's just like young lady woman mm-hmm. young fresh like that's what the word means and so for me it's just me navigating my space being that young woman in mm-hmm. detroit so that's kind of whatever that looks like for me like mm-hmm. being professional being happy being you know going out whatever right. so
1: i think for me it. Like I said, for years, I had no direction at all. And it would make me sad sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And now that I kind of know what I'm doing and I feel like a young woman in Detroit that is kind of making a difference and I'm getting my name out there and – you know, I'm providing a product for people that make them feel good too. Mm-hmm. It does give me a lot more confidence than I used to have just as a young 20-year-old just growing up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I was just a party, not a party girl, but, you know, I would just go out every now and then yeah. and kick it and, you know, drink. And my mindset has completely changed from the girl I used to be. So I feel like now I'm a mom. That mm-hmm. makes a difference. Um, I have a brand now that's, at this point, kind of international. Right. So it, it just, it, it it's instilled my confidence. Like, I'm way more confident than I used to be. And I still suffer from, like, really bad anxiety. and okay. Sometimes I go through my depression, mm-hmm. but I still feel like, you know— Once I get out of that funk and I start to tell myself that I mean more, Mm -hmm. it does make a difference. And I feel like I am making a difference in the city. Yeah. Especially when we sold our products, you know, at 1441 downtown. Yeah. A lot of people bought it. And now it's at Detroit Foundation Hotel. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm a part of the city now. Right. You know, my products are in Detroit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's getting their hands on them. And it, it makes me really feel good. See, that was a perfect answer. (laughs) And the last thing
0: before we leave is where can people connect with you on social and on the web?
1: Um, So my personal Instagram page and Twitter is Daryland. It's D-A-R-E-L-Y-N-N. And then the social media for our business is Twelfth and Viv. Um, We're only on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to Twitter. That's like my personal space. Right. (laughs) When I get into Twitter, I can... Say what I want. Of course, I can't say everything that I yeah. want because I have a business now. Mm-hmm. It's not like how I used to be. But um, it's just 1-2-T-H-A-N-D-V-I-V. And then our website is 12thandviv.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming today. For so you did me. great. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but thanks, you guys, for listening. And as always, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better. And we will be back next week.
1: All right. See you guys.